I didn't know this was possible in Indiana, but the last time it happened was before my time in Indiana. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. It's fantastic to be with you. It is a surplus that's going to lead to tax credits, refundable tax credits for Hoosiers. So the state ended the year, fiscal year, Fox 59 reporting, with $3.9 billion at the end of June, which is better than they thought they would do in the world of COVID. It's better by an extra $1.1 billion. I think I have that, that number right. So that number will get split into two. Half of that goes to um, retirement funding, but I'm, I'm not sure how that, that plays out. I, I need an answer to that question. Just, just I'm not bothered by anything. I just want to understand it. And the other half becomes a refundable tax credit for taxpayers. It's required by law when the state surplus reaches a certain level. This according to Tara Klutz, who is the state auditor. So this tax credit, which last happened in 2012, so that, that was that was Mitch, right? Uh, that would be about, a, about $110 a person or, or a taxpayer. I should say $110 a taxpayer. Was that, wait, hold on. So now if, you, if you're a couple and you filed, was it $110 per filing or $110 per person who filed? Meaning if it's a couple, was it $220? It will most likely be given as a tax credit when filing taxes. This is according to Chris Johnston, who's the director of Office of Management and Budget. So if, if you guys are listening and you want to call in, we'd love to just get the, the detailed explanation. I'm not saying, it, it, no, this is wrong. Th- there's no argument. This is all curiosity. I know zero about this. And I want to know how it how it kicks in. Right? How how this how did it become uh, the thing that it became, and then how uh, does the the other five hundred forty five million, which goes for retirement funding as as is described, how does that actually work out and play out? I think it's kind of fascinating. So when you do your taxes, you'll be able to, depending on who you are, say you have a credit of one hundred ten dollars or two hundred twenty dollars, whatever the number. And ends up being when when we talk about Governor Holcomb, for example, because he gets the credit for this, like he's going to get a failure if, if things went the other way. It's just it's just the way it works. And yes, there are ways to say, well, he didn't actually have anything to do with this, et cetera. You you can of course make that argument. I'm sharing how it's going to be utilized politically. When I say he can take credit for it, he can take credit for it politically. I don't think there's any question about that. Um. I think that the, the the knock on Governor Holcomb is not that he isn't focused on the business growth. That is, that is clearly what he's focused on. He's focused on uh, the the ideas of being ready to handle the jobs that are coming our way. I never have faulted the man for this. Um, his his lack of a communications department and his unwilling unwillingness to speak. Well, that's all his fault. That his, that his team doesn't share information, that he doesn't engage in conversations about information, even if it's uncomfortable, that's all on him. I believe that's a personal failing. And as for the team, uh, they, they, they've got good stories to tell over there in his office, and they don't tell the stories. 
I never saw anything like it. They have good stories to tell. They don't tell the stories. They aren't actively promoting the stories. They're not actively sharing it, creating uh, those conversations, pushing forth those through lines of, of things that are tangible. My biggest argument or disagreement with Governor Holcomb was I, I didn't believe in mass mandates, even for a once-in-a-lifetime pandemic, even for a once-in-a-lifetime pandemic. You shouldn't be in the mandate business, nor should you be in the lockdown business. That was that was not providing the leadership that Hoosiers needed. Why you're, you're, you're why he's silent? Why Governor Holcomb is silent on Indianapolis and the violence here and the crime here and the danger here and the lack of leadership here? I don't get it. You're allowed to say something. Now, maybe there's some unwritten rule about mayors and governors. Maybe there is. It's the capital city. I think it's okay to speak. Even if it's something as as uh, bland as we must do better. It's okay to speak. It's okay to use your words. It's okay to engage that level of leadership. But again, that silence, that, those are the things that bother me. What, what he does well in terms of uh, trying to bring business in. You know, the, the, the trip to Qatar he took. People are like, oh, why is he going to the, the nation of Qatar? Because there's an opportunity. Go. Go take it. Go get her done. No issues. I want to understand more about this tax credit, though, which conceptually was, well, if it, going back to 2012, when did this kick in? Because 2012, that's, that's Mitch Daniels. There's a lot to learn.